Hey, this is Dimitris, the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today, we're going to discuss a question that I received from one of the subscribers of the Curious Tangero newsletter. And the question was, how to introduce creativity to the dance when you dance with the same people often in a small community? If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It's free, it's fun, and you're going to learn many ways to improve your tango. So let's start. Creativity in the dance in smaller communities. Here are the things that I would do. First, I will try to remove some steps from my dancing vocabulary and see what happens. For example, I will dance a whole song with no left steps or left side steps, uh, or I will decide to do no more than five rebotes for the full song, or no rebotes at all. Uh, or maybe I just choose to not go to the left direction in any way. I don't go there with the front ocho, I don't go there with the back ocho, I don't go there with a the side step, I don't go to the left. If I want to go to the left, I have to do a full rotation to the right uh, in order to get there. The second way... Uh, you can study the difference between leading with axis and leading with power. The second one allows you to control with more precision the free leg of the followers so that you can generate different moves. So if you're a follower, you need to be able to understand, of course, the other side of the cone. You need to understand those two different kinds of leading so that your partner can actually lead more precise movements and this way introduce more creativity. The third way would be to decide to only dance, for example, on the piano during an entire song, or maybe only step on the violin, or maybe only the bandoneon. Just try that and see what happens. Or you can do like half the song focusing on piano, half the song focusing on the violin. The fourth way is to switch from dancing on the melody to dancing on the rhythmical bass. And you can say, okay, I'm going to do that 10 times during the song, or 20 times. Uh, so this kind of forces you to not stay in the same pattern, you know, just following the beat again and again and again. Now you say 10 times during the song, I'm going to change from melody to rhythmical, uh, to rhythmical bass. Okay. Rhythmic bass. The fifth way, and we're going to go a little bit deeper in that, uh, it will be to experiment with changing the mood of the dance. For example, you can start a dance with energy, right? Then find a musical phrase that is kind of boring and start dancing it bored, you know. Relaxed embrace, do very simple sidesteps. Even if you want, you can step very sloppy if you choose to, you know. Don't care about your line, just step like a lazy person, all right? And then change the mood again. Sometimes that feels like a mini break inside the dance. Um, the simplest way, uh, the simplest way is to listen to a song and ask yourself what kind of emotions that song evokes to you in its phrase, right? And then close your eyes and visualize how a dancer would dance those emotions. They might be like bored or happy or tired or devastated. And there is no need to, to imagine, you know, fancy stuff or difficult steps. Just create the image and this, this emotion in your head and then allow that to change the way you move. And of course, if you only dance as a follower, uh, those changes will most probably simply appear as changes in your embrace or the body tone. Okay? Now, I want to um, read for you an excerpt, excerpt uh, 
from the book Tango Tips by the Maestros that discusses dancing the emotion of love. All right? Maybe it's an inspiration. It's just a small part of the book. So, in musicality, there are layers. The first and most obvious is the rhythm. The rhythm is like the heartbeat. It is always there. The musicality is how you choose to express this existence of the rhythm. It is like the sea. You're at the beats, the waves are there, and you want to play with the waves. You look at the waves and you say, one, two, three, go! And you enter the water, wanting to reach the wave at the peak. Now, the rhythm, just like the waves, is there. Okay, It's your choice to decide how to play with it. Then comes the musical phrase. Uh, which, which bit starts the phrase of the music and which bit finishes it? You need to be aware of that. Then you have the different instruments that you can interpret, so you must be able to hear the violin, the bandoneon, and the bass underneath. Going deeper, you have to feel the general feeling of the music, the temperament. Is it sweet, strong, sad, fast, staccato, something dark, or something light? You have to feel the taste of the music. Next, you can focus on the lyrics, which may make you interpret the music in a different way. Finally, you have to tune into yourself. How do you want to interpret something? Maybe the music says, love. You have to interpret love. But you interpret love differently from everyone else. You have to hear yourself when expressing musicality. We mentioned love, so let's go a bit deeper. The same concept is different at different ages. I mean, we don't, we don't mean the age of the recording, but your age, or rather the age that you choose to experience when you dance. You fall in love differently when you're 18, when you're 40, when you're 80. For the women, I think sometimes we lack musicality because we get stressed by thinking that we have to be perfect in relation to the music and the following. But if you breathe the music, everything becomes harmonious. Sometimes we don't lack musicality. We lack freedom or the ability to be at peace with what is going on inside us. Sometimes both leaders and followers feel imprisoned by the music. But music should be free. It should be like a carpet, which I have to step on, but in whatever way I like. We find the following mental exercise quite eye-opening. First, listen to the music. Don't dance, listen. Then try to imagine it like a movie. The movie has a plot. You have to see where the climax is, where the introduction is. This is the general image. Then, little by little, you focus on the phrases. If you think, where do I have to put the figure, the hero, for example, you get lost because you can put it anywhere. Forget about that. Just be part of the movie that the music dictates. Listen calmly and lose yourself within it. Then, when you go to the dance floor, you're more prepared. You have seen the movie. You have seen the trailer. You have fewer things to put in order. This makes everything easier. All right, that was just a small excerpt uh, of one chapter of the book uh, Tango Tips by the Maestros, written by Vagelis Hadjopoulos and Mariana Kutandu. Their complete chapter covers many more topics, and in the book you can find the chapters of 40 
other tango teachers as well, world tango champions, judges of the Mundial de Tango, experienced maestros, uh, etc. You can find it on Amazon in English, Spanish and Italian. Tango Tips by the Maestros in English, Tango Tips de los Maestros in Spanish, and Concili Tagliari dei Maestri, if I'm not mistaken, in Italian. Okay, And Amazon delivers worldwide. I hope that was useful. For more free tips, join the Curious Tangiero newsletter. If you're serious about bringing your tango to the next level, contact me to join the Curious Tangiero Advanced. And if you want to support the podcast, you can go on Amazon and buy the book Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. It is available in 11 languages. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. Links and emails should be available somewhere around this content. Hugs and stay curious.